Hello, welcome everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for the Victory Prayer Circle with Ten Blessings Inspiration. I am your host, Natasha T. Brown, and this is a weekly power hour of intercession, seeking God and Bible-based empowerment. Listen, guys, God wants you to know wherever you are, no matter where you are geographically or physically or even emotionally, that you can have and that you do have victory through Christ Jesus. And we, all of us, will maintain victory through prayer. So we invite you to join us live right here each and every Thursday night for the Victory Prayer Circle. This is a call, but also we invite you to subscribe to the Victory Prayer Circle podcast on iTunes. So tonight, here's a quick rundown of our agenda. I'm going to kick us off in prayer and then a short devotional. Then we will have a short testimony, and followed by that, we're going to open up our call for prayer requests. We have received quite a bit of prayer requests for this edition of the Victory Prayer Circle. And then we're going to unmute the lines, and we invite everybody, whoever you are, wherever you are, to join us in the prayer circle. Listen, this has been such a powerful message for us, and we've been seeing testimonies, we've been seeing victories, and we've been seeing proof of God's goodness. So we want to invite you to join us for the prayer circle for all of those who have um, requested prayer. So as the Lord leads you, when we get to that part, you can simply pray pray over any of the prayer requests that you have heard. So let's prepare our hearts for prayer now. Praise God. Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you, God. We honor you, Lord. We welcome you into this call, Father God, into this hour and into our hearts, Lord. God, we thank you that through Jesus Christ, we have victory. Lord, we thank you that through the blood of Jesus, we have defeated death, hell, and the grave. God, we thank you, and we just welcome you into this call. Holy Spirit, we just ask that you would have your way. God, that you would move tonight however you want to. Lord, allow every prayer, every worship, every word spoken during this hour to be pleasable and acceptable to you, God. We surrender to your will, Father God. We simply just surrender our desires. We surrender our thoughts, our emotions to you. And we say, have your way. Speak to us, God, and through us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So, As I mentioned, every week we have a short devotional. And so tonight, as we kick off this new edition, this new series, this new podcast called the Victory Prayer Circle, God has given us a theme for maybe the first four to five weeks. So the theme tonight and every night going forward for a few weeks is called Summer Heat. Okay, summer heat. We are talking about Jesus in this series, and um, we're just going to go jump right on into it, okay? So we're going to be looking at, first of all, we'll be um, coming from the book of Luke, Um, but let's just get right on into it. I'm excited. So before Jesus was formed in his mother's womb, guys, he knew his identity, or I I should say his identity was solidified, and it was confirmed. In Luke one twenty six through 28, we can read that together. It says, now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph in the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, rejoice. Highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. I'm going to skip to verse 30. It says, the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will receive in, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom, there will be no end. Praise God. So 
in these um, verses, we uh, we read about Jesus, and we see that Jesus was already, before he was born, confirmed to be great. He was confirmed to be the son of the highest. And in these verses, we read that he would be a king. And in the Bible, it says that the Lord would give him the throne of his father, David. Now, this wasn't just any old announcement. The the key of this announcement and the reason why it was so important was because this was God's declaration of the promised Messiah who would fulfill God's promise to King David that he made to David in um, 2 Samuel 7. And so if we skip down now to chapter 3, just turn your pages if you have your Bibles. If we go to Luke chapter 3, we see that 30 years later, we uh, see John the Baptist in the wilderness baptizing people Um, preparing them for Jesus. He was paving the way for Jesus. He was telling people to repent. And so verse 21, we meet Jesus here. It says, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus was also baptized. And while he prayed, the heaven was opened. And the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove. Upon him, I'm sorry, the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him, and a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved son, and you I am well pleased. Now, in this uh, scripture, this, this declaration, this voice, God's voice from heaven which caused Jesus his son, the, these words here suggest more guys, than just a father-son relationship. When when God established kings, if we look back even in the Old Testament, when God established kings, he basically invited them into a relationship of sonship. So God was not only confirming Jesus as his son before all these people, but he was also confirming Jesus as the king of Israel. So we can go and look back in the Old Testament. If we look at 2 Samuel 14, when God confirmed David, he said, God, it says, God told King David, I will be his father and he shall be my son. So in Jesus's baptism, God designated him as king, not only king, but the king of Israel with an eternal reign. So the, the phrase in, in him, I am well pleased, is basically also an echo of Old Testament. So I'm doing this for a reason. I know this is a lot to kick it off, but I want you all to follow me. So this is basically an echo of the prophet Isaiah of what Jesus, um, of what God, I should say, God said through the prophet Isaiah in chapter 42. So verses 1 through 2, it says, Behold my servant, whom I uphold, my elect one, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the Gentiles. And so as we see, this is simply just prophecy fulfilled. So why did I go through all of this? Well, in this series, this first series of the Victory Prayer Circle, which is called Summer Heat, not only does God want us to know that the temperature is going to get hot during the summer, but the summer is going to bring some sunny days, some great days, um, but also, guys, some storms. And I live in a place, a beach city, and today we have a storm right now. My power is out. And so God wants us to know that we should be prepared for all of this during the summer, the heat, the good times, and also the storms. So tonight, God really wanted us to stress the fact that we can remain cool, we can remain victorious during this summer heat if we know our identity, if we know who we are. We must know who we are and whose we are. So today in the the Bible scriptures that we read, we saw that Jesus, his purpose, his identity, it was confirmed before he got there. And when he arrived on the scene, before he even began his ministry, the father confirmed him and said, this is my son in whom I am well 
please. And so today, God wants us to also know our identity. Before we were born, the Bible tells us that God created us. God created us. That means that we belong to him. We are God. We belong to him, not a man, not a woman, not our spouse, not our boyfriend, not our girlfriend, and not our job. We belong to God. Genesis 1.26 says that God also created us in his image. That means that if we were to look in the mirror or if God were to look in the mirror, God said, oh, look, I like what I see. Let me create humans just like me. Let me create my sons and daughters just like me. That means that we have a destiny. We are holy like God. We are righteous like God. We are destined and anointed like God. So my brother, my sister, whoever you are, wherever you are listening to this, just know that you are a child of God this summer. During the summer heat, the enemy may try to discourage you or distract you or make you angry or get you off focus, but Jesus Christ gave us everything that we need. He gave us everything that God gave to him. And that, my brothers and sisters, is victory. And so on this first edition of the Victory Prayer Circle, God told us, God is telling us to hold on to our identity through the various trials. He wants us to hold on, to cling to it through our through these trials, through the summer heat. So although you may counter the heat, um, just know that you're going to come out victorious just as Jesus did. And so, yes, that is pretty much all that I have for you tonight. We're going to continue this series next week as we talk about temptation during the summer heat, and we're going to continue to look at Jesus and his life and how he handled things during the heat, during the, the test and the trials and when things got hot for him. We're going to look at that during our first few episodes of um, the Victory Prayer Circle. I want to uh, pray and just uh yeah, let's, let's just pray and continue the call. So, Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for this word. God, we thank you, Lord, that you've given us victory through Jesus Christ. Right now, Father God, I just lift up everybody on this call. I pray that this word is uh, solid in our hearts, that we know it, that we know, God, through you, we have the victory through Christ. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. So, every week, as we move forward um, with the Victory Prayer Circle, we're going to have a testimony before we get into the prayer and the prayer request. Um, tonight's testimony was designed to be someone that you all are familiar with, um, all of you who call in, but he isn't feeling well tonight. So I figure, hey, why don't I share my testimony um, for those of you who have never heard of me before, who never, uh, who don't know this call, who aren't familiar with Tim Blessings. So I figure, okay, well, I'll, I'll share a testimony. So uh, and the testimony that many of of you may have known, or even if you've read my book, Ten Blessings of Betrayal, you know that God brought me through some serious trials, some heat, and it wasn't anything to be laughing about or joking about, but I was in a violent relationship for a few years, and it was not pretty. Um, through that, I was disobedient because I knew that God was calling me out of it into a higher level some things that were different, but I stayed because I wanted to be a people pleaser. I, I was afraid to uh, let this person down. I was afraid to be disloyal. I was afraid not to be that ride or die chick. So I stayed in this relationship for too long, despite what God was telling me. He was pulling me in a different direction. Well, one day it all came to a halt. It was one stormy, uh, stormy, snow stormy day in January of 2014, and out of nowhere, someone uh, attacked my ex, and I was there. I was in the car, and I just decided that, hey, I'm going to help. So I jump out the car. I try to stop this attack from happening. Um, you know, long story short, he gets in the car. I turn on the light, see him bleeding, and from there, I rushed him to the hospital, and his head is slumped over. He's barely speaking. I pull up to the front of the hospital, tell them to bring out a wheelchair. They they um, they 
wheeled him in. He gets in emergency. They're cutting off his clothes. I fall to the ground. I'm praying, pleading, asking the Lord to help and to come into this situation. I find out when all is said and done that he was stabbed nine times. He was on, you know, critical condition on his deathbed pretty much. Well, about 30 to 45 minutes into that ordeal in the hospital, the police come and begin to question me and ask me what happened. I tell them the story over and over again, an innocent trip to help his daughter out just turned into a fiasco. Well, apparently the police didn't believe me, and they told me to turn around. They handcuffed me, and they took me to the police precinct. When I got there, I learned what I was being charged with. And basically, the people who had tried to kill my ex, the people who set him up, stabbed him nine times, they all conspired against me and said I was the one who had the knife. I was the one who stabbed him. Of course, we know that was a lie. But for the next nine months, I spent my life, uh, you know, fighting for my freedom. But in addition to that, for my sanity, I was diagnosed suicidal and all types of things, mental conditions. Um, you know, my ex did survive. Me and his relationship got very, very bad after that, very, very crazy after that. So it was just a terrible year um, up until, you know, what month was it? September. And that was the month when God began to redeem me. And the charges, I go to court on that court date, on my court, on my trial date, and they ended up dropping these felony charges against me. Um, and it was a blessing. The entire story is written in my book, 10 Blessings of Betrayal. But through that journey, God spoke to me because I was still bitter even after the charges got dropped. And I prayed one day and I said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Um, uh, what do you want me to do? Where where do I go from here? And he told me to begin to write. And so as I wrote, um, he began to reveal my journey to me, all the betrayal in the form of blessings. And that is how that book was birthed, 10 Blessings of Betrayal. Once I published the book and was obedient to God, my life changed. And this is why we're here. This is when, you know, that the next year we started a prayer call. We started domestic violence movement. I became a ghostwriter and began to do ministry. And so this is why we're here tonight. And so I just want to thank the Lord for that. But just to share that quick testimony to let you know that prayers are answered. God is with us. God gives us victory through Jesus. And that is why this is called the Victory Prayer Circle. So every week we're going to be sharing different testimonies. If you have a testimony of God's goodness, please, please, please don't hesitate to um, email us at info at org so that we can also uh, share yours. And you can come on here and share your testimony with the callers and also our um, listeners all over the world. So at this time, we're going to move into our prayer circle. So we're going to unlock the and we welcome everybody in to the call to share your prayer requests. We do have quite a number of prayer requests, and um, I'm trying to unmute the calls now. As I mentioned, I think I told you guys my power is out, but we are going to keep it moving. Okay, so everyone is unmuted. If you have a, um, a thought, a prayer request, or a scripture that you want to share, um, please come on the line now. And then after that, we're going to all pray as the Spirit leads. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. So is there anybody who wants to share a prayer request? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hey, it's Teresa. How are you? I'm well. Hey, Teresa. Yes, I would like to put in a prayer request for um, um, three individuals that's dealing with battling with um, drug addiction um, in my family. I just clarity that they just get more clarity on who they were before the drug addiction came in um just a little bit more clarity i just believe that they just really need clarity at this moment yes absolutely 
Thank you, Teresa. And um, everyone, if you are there and your lines are muted on your end, please begin to pray in your own prayer language so we can invoke the spirit, begin to worship. Let's just begin to invite the spirit on even as we hear the prayer request. Thank you, Teresa. Praise God. Anyone else? Hello. Hello. I would like to remain anonymous, uh, but my prayer request, First of all, I want to praise God for you and your ministry and how he's worked in your life. You're such an inspiration, and I do believe in the power of prayer. Thank you for one second. Can everyone mute their line? If you're not talking, just mute your line. Okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah. So basically... My prayer request is for my children. I have four adult children, and they all, you know, the Lord gave them to me for a time to nurture, but now they're adults, and they have to find their own way, and I just I just plead the blood of Jesus over all of them and that they will find their way back. Also, I have a, um, a, a smoke cigarette, and it's time to let these things go. So I'm asking God to give me the willingness and the strength to let go totally and completely for his praise and honor and glory. Amen. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. All right. Anyone else? Praise God. Amen. Uh, yes. Amen. Amen. Can you hear? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, this is Andrea, and I would like to ask for prayer for um, financial blessings. I'm still um, moving and, and doing as God is calling me to do and um, continue to pray, stay in the word. And I'm just, I would love to see uh, financial blessings. Um, to help with the situation. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you, Andrea. Anyone else? Yes, this is Shan. Um, I am going to pray for wisdom and discernment um, to just move forward on my new journey. And I'm I'm just very grateful for what God has been doing, um, but I know it's so much more, and I know I just need to be focused so that I I can receive. So I just want to be open and ready and willing to receive, because if I have the wisdom and the discernment, I know that I will make the right moves. Because I know He's available already. I I know it. I just need to make the right choices and um grow grow spiritually, so that's what I'm asking um, to be uplifted in prayer about. Okay, absolutely. Yes, God, thank you, Jesus. Yes, and so I'll just share some, yes, yes. Call it. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yes, go ahead. Hi, Sister Natasha, this is Felicia. Hi, Sister um, Hi, I am calling because I want um, prayers for myself as far as for my health, finances, and for my family. Um, we've been through a lot within like a couple of months. So I just for us. Um, I know you knew what my living arrangements was, but I just want to thank God that he has been providing. I still have my roof over my head. So I just want to say thank you for this group because I look forward to this every Thursday, the Thursdays that we have it. So I just want to say thank you very much. Oh, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your presence and prayers. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Do we have any more prayer requests? 
Okay, I'll read the prayer request that we have received. It's quite a long list. So, guys, if you are able to pray and feel led, please join in praying for some of the prayer requests that we've already heard, um, and then these as well. So, Timothy Gaines, he was in a motorcycle accident yesterday, and he lost his leg. So, we just want to lift him up and his family. Um, And Robert Jennings, um, healing, continue um, prayers for him, healing after a stroke. Um, April, so she's one of our um, prayer leaders with Tim Blessings, but her grandma's in the hospital, so we want to pray for her. Um, Daniel Bradley, healing specifically for nausea and breathing. Bridget, just complete healing. And then we received a prayer request from Ayana, who um, is just praying for consecration and a willingness to fast and allow God to prepare her for what's next. And then in addition to that, financial provision. And then the um, th- following three families, in addition to Felicia's family, um, for the loss, the recent loss of their loved ones, um, the Sesum family, the Buckner family, and the Richardson families. And then um, prophetess Irene Mangieri, um, she is a prophetess out of Uganda. She's built in, I think she's done building 20,000 feet um, church, but right now um, her ministry is uh, just seeking God for provision and resources uh, for an orphanage that they support and also a media ministry in Uganda. Um, and, yes, and next week we have a really special uh, testimony that some one of our guests will share next week. So I'm excited about that. So those are the prayer requests that we have received. And um, if there's not any more, let's just go into a time of prayer. And as the Lord leads you, please join in the prayer circle. Yes, so God, we just thank you. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, I want to thank you for this um, opportunity to pray on the prayer circle. Lord, you've heard all the prayer requests that have gone up. The person with who was in an accident, um, the person who's trying to build in another country, uh, the women on the line who need freedom. They need um, they need prayer for their families and 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 all the various prayer requests, Lord. We lay it, we humbly kneel before you, bow before you. Um, Lord, you said if we ask, we have not because we ask not. And if we ask in faith, believing and praying in your will, that we will receive it, Lord. Lord, I know it's your will that that we keep our temples. Lord, sometimes we have picked up habits and eating habits and other kind of smoking and other kinds of unhealthy habits that, that, um, Lord, we just we just ask your forgiveness for our iniquities and anything that we put before you or up next to you, Lord Father. We lift up our families, our children, our grandchildren, our friends, our loved ones. We lift up this prayer circle. We lift up the leader of this um, ministry, Natasha and uh, Elohai. Uh, we lift up... Um, all the prayer warriors, Lord. We believe in prayer. That's why we all are here today. Lord, you said all we have to do is confess and forsake our sins, and you are faithful and just to forgive us, and you will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And we thank you for that, Lord Father. You tell us to pray without ceasing. You tell us to pray for one another. You tell us to bear one another's burdens. You tell you tell us that your word tells us that the prayers of the righteous avail as much, Lord Father. You said if we humble ourselves and pray and turn from our wicked ways, you will hear and you will heal our land, Lord Father. Uh, Lord, you know us. You you created us, Lord. We are on your side. We choose you. And if we are on the Lord's side, who who can be against us, Lord Father? So we just thank you and we gather in faith believing that you will hear and answer according to your will. We promise to give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' holy name, amen. 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 Thank you, Father.
Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, God, you are so worthy. Mm. Lots of worthy. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Hallelujah. So, Father God, we just thank you, Lord. We come to you humbly, God. We come to you boldly, Father, approaching your throne of grace, God. And we just thank you, Father, because we know that you hear us, God. The prayers of the righteous avail as much, God. Your word never returns to us void, turns to you void, and it always accomplishes the purpose for which it was sent. Father Lord, you said that now faith is the substance of things that we hope for, God. And so, Lord, we just thank you, God, because we have now faith, God. We believe, Lord. We believe in your word, God. We believe that although we might not see it with our eyes right now, God, we visualize everything that we've been praying for tonight, God. We visualize that addictions are broken in the name of Jesus. We decree that addictions to cigarettes are broken now in the name of Jesus. We find addiction. We find that taste, God. We ask that you would remove the taste out of the mouth of those who are addicted to cigarettes, to tobacco, to drugs, God, to alcohol, Father God. As you would remove the desire to even taste it, God. Pray that it makes them sick, Lord, that they would simply say, I can't even taste it. My body is rejecting this. My body is rejecting the cigarette. My body is rejecting the alcohol. My, my body is rejecting the alcohol. My body is rejecting crack cocaine. My body is rejecting marijuana. My body is rejecting the things that are not good for me, God. Whatever it is, God, that we are consuming, Lord, that is not like you, that is not in your will, Father, God, I pray that you would just make it disgusting to us. God, make we make us hate it, Father, Lord. Make us hate everything, Lord, that you hate, oh, God. Make us hate the laziness, God. Make us hate the fornication, God. Make us hate the lust. God, make us hate Hallelujah. the make us hate the deception, Lord God. Make Willingness. us hate everything that you hate, God. Make us hate sin, God. Make us hate everything, Father God. The slothfulness, Lord God. The gossip, the backbiting, Father God. We bind it in the name of Jesus, Father Lord. We surrender it all to you, God, and we say we are willing to to conform to what you say, God. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, oh, God. We have the evidence, God, because we know that you are faithful. We heard the faithful testimony, God, of those who you healed. Tonight, we heard my testimony, God, of how you healed me. You delivered me, God. You delivered me from my to bad relationships, my addiction to abuse, God. And so I thank you for that, God, for delivering me and making me a living and breathing testimony, God. I thank you, Father God, for providing provision Hallelujah. for God, who we prayed for, God, and she Hallelujah. is still being provided for in the name of Jesus. God, we've heard a couple of weeks ago how you provided a new job to Bridget, God, and that is the evidence, God, of what we hope for, Father Lord. Next week and the next week and the next week, God, we will have more evidence, God, of how you have delivered in the name of Jesus, Father Lord. I lift up April's grandmother right now who is in the hospital, Father God. I pray, Lord, that you would touch her body, Father. We plead the blood of Jesus over her, and we ask that you would heal her, Father God. We ask that you would also just um, settle the mind of Timothy Gaines, oh God. We thank you for sparing his life, Lord God. We thank you, God, that even though he um, lost a leg, God, he did not lose his life, Lord. So we thank you for his life. God, allow it to be a testimony of your goodness, God. I pray, Father God, for the person who is praying for her four children. God, I pray that they would find their way back to you, Lord. I pray that they would never not know you, God. I pray that you would begin to speak to them, Lord, in dreams and in visions, and they would begin to yearn and thirst for you, God. I pray for every child, every preteen, and every adolescent, that they would begin to hunger and thirst for Jesus, that they would yes. begin to hunger and thirst for the word and to want to know you and want to experience the greater good life that you have for them, oh God. I pray for Andrea, Lord, for her financial blessings, God. I thank you, Father, that you are the provider. We ask for Jehovah Jireh to come into Andrea's situation now, Father, in the name of Jesus and provide every need, God. Always have food on her table, Lord God. You say that 
my children are never begging for bread. Hallelujah. So we thank you, God, that she will not have to beg for bread, that even as you um, have her in this transitional season, God, you are going to show yourself mighty, Lord God. You are going to provide. She is still the lender and not the borrower. She is still the head and not the tail. She still has every need met in the name of Jesus. God, we pray for wisdom and discernment for Shan, God, and the courage, the boldness to forward, Lord, in the name of Jesus, and we lift up Sister Felicia, Lord, her health, her finances, and her family, God. We ask that you would do for her exceedingly, abundantly, more than she can think or imagine, God. I pray that she would continue to stay encouraged, continue to stay in faith. And right now, God, I bind every lie of the enemy in the name of Jesus. I command the devil to flee now. You must go under the feet of Jesus. I bind you. I bind the lies that you have spoken over your people. I bind the death that you have tried to put on us. I bind every accident in the name of Jesus. I decree that we are safe. I ask God that you would release your ministering angels to minister to us in our cars, in our homes, on the job, in the businesses, in the ministries. Minister to children and nieces and nephews and aunts and uncles. Everybody, God, I ask that you would just minister to to us, God. Send your angels, Father, to protect us and uphold us so that we won't even dash our foot against the stone, oh God. And we thank you, Father, for all of these things. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you. Let it be so. Mighty God. You guys. Yes, you are. You guys, you're welcome to pray as Lord leads you. I just felt out to you. Pray. that is on this prayer call, God. Father God, I just thank you for their family. Lord, I just come asking right now in the name of Jesus that you would just wrap your arms around each and every one of them, God. God, you know what they face day in and day out, Lord. Lord, I just ask that you would just give them a a peace of mind right now, God, for those who, um, families who are suffering with the drug addictions, alcohol addictions. Lord, I understand totally, God, you delivered me from alcohol. So, Father God, I know that if you did it for me, that you would do it for their families. So, Father God, I ask that you would just break it from off their families right now, Lord. God, whatever it is that is um, that keeps calling them back, whatever that is in their belly, that they're just, what, whatever it is that, um, the, the hurt and pain that they're facing, Father God, I'm just asking that they just release it over to you so that they will just run to you and not to that drug and not to that alcohol, Amen. Father God, because it's only a temporary fix. It's not going to last but for so long, Father God. So I just ask that you would just, begin to just send somebody their way that would just help them to be able to just get to the root of the issue so that they can become a better them, Father God. So, Father God, I just thank you for what you're about to do in their lives, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would just bless uh, all those who are in need of a financial blessing, Lord. You are the provider. So whatever it is that they are in need of, and whatever it is that you have put on their hearts, Father God, you say that you will provide their every need mm-hmm. so they shall not worry about anything because you will make sure that whatever it is that you have said it shall be supplied for. So we thank you for what you're doing, Father God. So I just want to thank you right now, Lord. God, you are thank awesome, you. God. God, you are just so worthy. I just thank you for what you're about to do in each and thank every one, you, each person on this phone on this phone call, mm-hmm. Father God. So I thank you for thank the people's health. They are already healed, walking in their deliverance. Uh, we are not claiming any sickness, Father God, that's sickness, because you are already, you already healed them. So I thank you, Lord. God, I pray for marriages. I ask yes. that you be in the midst of any marriages that are having any kind of issues tonight, Father God. Lord, I ask that you would just um, bring families back together. Bring the families back together, Father God. There mm-hmm. has to be a, a union um, just in the community as well, Father God. We just need that union uh, once again, Father God. We have the, the love. We need that, that unconditional agape love, Father God. So, Lord, I just ask that you would just allow us just to pour out the love 
on to everybody we come in contact with, Father God. So I thank you for what you're about to do. I thank you just for who you are. I give you all the glory and honor in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. Yes, Lord. Even as you speak, Father, even as she was praying for a for love, agape love, I just got an image of Jesus, how the the Bible says that he walked past the multitudes and he felt he felt compassion for them and, and because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he was able to heal them because of their compassion. That his compassion that compassion just led him and moved him with the compassion, the love to want to see people healed and delivered. Jesus told his disciples that greater things we will do. And those greater things, we can do it, guys, through love. We are miracle workers. We have the power of Jesus. And a lot of us are not walking in that power because we aren't walking in love. We can't beat people over the head with, with condemnation. We have to heal through love. Jesus will heal. You will shoot your hands out and pray for people in the name of Jesus, and they will be healed through that love. Your love is allow the flow, the power of God to literally transform lives and show people the love of Christ, and that is what he wants us to know. We have victory, God. We, God, we have victory, but we need love. We need that love, and we have to stay in that posture of humility and prayer and just seeking God and, and just allowing him to fill us with that love. Yes, Lord. We just thank you for that work. In the name of Jesus. Yes. And is there um, the young lady still on the line um, that said that she moved to a new area and she needed financial blessings? I'm not sure. Is she still on the line? Yeah, that person is here. Huh? I think, are you? I, I don't know who you're talking about. Is um maybe Andrea? Did you move Andrea or um Felicia? Or oh, Felicia? I think she's speaking about Felicia. Are you still on the line, Felicia? I, yes, yeah, I'm, I think, yes, I'm still here. Okay. Um, I believe you said you relocated and that you was looking for financial blessings. No, I didn't relocate. <laughs> but yes, the financial the financial part is yes, but I didn't relocate. Okay. Is there somebody on here who said they reload? I thought I heard somebody say that they relocated. Um, some about maybe did, did they say that um, they relocated and they needed uh, financial blessings? Um, I, I don't. She, I think she said her. I think she was saying her um, her um, home situation. The yeah, home situation. Sure. Is that individual still on here? That that was Felicia. She was speaking of her home. She said um, Natasha knew her home situation. Okay. But yes, Felicia is still on the line, and she was speaking about the financial um, situation as well. Okay, so Felicia is Felicia, right? Yes. Okay, Felicia, I have a quick testimony for you, really quickly. I don't want to take up too much of the time. It's to you personally. My name is Teresa, and um, God had me move, uh, relocate, and um, I didn't know if it was him talking to me or it was the enemy um, because my steps wasn't really being directed by God at that time. They were being directed by myself. Um, I was still in independence mode. I was still in survival mode because I had went through a stage of abandonment when I was younger, and I had still been on my own independent um, from that situation, so I was uh, kind of like a part-time Christian at the time. I believed in God. I believed in his son. I believed in the Holy Spirit and all those things, but I wasn't really living a lifestyle that was um, unapproachable to him, okay, some of the things that I was doing. So at that time, I wasn't really able to really hear that this was really from God. And then it didn't make sense from a um, – 
financial point of view because I had a mobile business where I would go and do corporate women. I had a brick-and-mortar location. Uh, I also had a boutique into that uh, brick-and-mortar location, which was a salon, a private suite salon in a plus-size boutique. So it didn't make sense for me to pack up and relocate. So he told me to be still after I put everything in storage. Just be still so you can hear from me. I want I don't want you to have any uh distractions. And so I did that and I went to the place that he told me to go and I couldn't believe it. And I sat there for quite a bit of weeks and boom it hit me when all the doors were starting to be closed. I was able to see okay. You know, none of this is making sense. I pay my bills on time. I pay my rent on time, and, and, and all these doors are being closed. So I knew that it was him. So with me saying that, um, sometimes when things are being shaken, when things are being shifted, it will cause us to kind of have a little small anxiety. And, and, and during that anxiety, sometimes we're not able to truly focus on what it is that God is really trying to have us focus on, and so it could take a little bit of time, um, I would encourage you to make sure that um, to read the word um, probably a little bit more, um, that really helped me as well as when I took that leap and I came, um, the reason that he had me to come for and to relocate for, I really didn't want to do it for the people that I was doing it for because I was still harboring feelings of the abandonment and things of that nature. But uh, when I got here, um, I still try to operate in my normal operation. I got to hurry up. I got to switch over my cosmetology license. I got to hurry up, find a place to work. And all he was saying is this is the time to reunite. This is the time for me to use you to remind these people of who they are. This is the time where you get to have a break and relax in me and, and, and try to bring this vision that I got in you um, to pass, you know. And so me still being in my flesh, I kept on trying to go after what I felt like I was used to. I, I kept on trying to do what it was that Teresa wanted to do, and I found myself in a place that I didn't want to be. And I said, God, if you give me another chance, I'll do it right this time. And so then when he gave me that chance, the opportunity, and I had the tools, I had the clarity, I had his word, I had the Holy Spirit, I had discernment, he turned around and blessed me with a three-bedroom, brand-newly three remodeled townhome, full-finished basement. So, you know, sometimes we are, like for me, I was holding on to what was familiar to me, and I was holding on to what was working for me carnally, but at the end of the day, I was still bleeding inside spiritually, and I wasn't aware of that because everything that I was telling myself and feeding myself came from something that I can touch. It came from something that was tangible, you know, and so once I was able to let those things go and focus and really hear him and listen to him, um, I don't even work as much as I used to, which is so weird. I've really backed away from putting in all them hours, traveling all over to everybody. I wasn't even able to see how busy that I was then until I removed myself out of that equation with his help by listening and hearkening unto him. So now I'm able to sit here. I'm able to read my word. I'm able to focus. My anxiety is at an all-time low. Um, I'm able to see God working in the lives of the individuals that he sent me here for. And at, at the end of the day, I, I don't even have to work nearly half as hard as I was when I was doing it my way. So I just want to extend that invitation out to you to trust him, to show you how to do it his way, and to really focus on really listening and really hearing what it is that he's really saying to you, not saying that you're already not doing that, but just a personal invitation from me saying, hey, he got it. He got you. You, you already said it. Now you just got to walk into it. Like Natasha was saying, don't forget that power that you have. 
that connection that we all have with him through Holy Spirit. Does that make any sense? Yes, it does. Thank you so much. Okay. You're welcome. You're welcome. So um, I want to read, um, I want to read just a reminder. I know you all know this scripture, um, but just Ephesians 6, starting at 12, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. And so um, I know a lot of people, we think that we're people, and even the battles in our flesh, guys, um, uh-huh. is not just us. Like one thing that the devil does, he comes and he sounds like us. He sounds like a desire. Um, you know, some people who are struggling with the addiction. If God made us in our image, do you think, in his image, excuse me, do you think that God made us with the desire to have addiction or to lust after certain things or to think certain things? And so um, we have to continue to, like, renew our minds and just know that even that, even, like, don't call it your addiction. Don't call it, like, don't we we have to speak things that that we want to see, not what we see. So remember that even the enemy is giving that to us. It's putting that on us. Like, we are conforming to some some parts of our lives. Sometimes we conform to something the enemy gave us, not recognizing that that's not us. Like, that we don't even, that's not us. God didn't make us that way. God doesn't desire Mm -hmm. us. When we receive the Lord, we received a new life. We received a renewed life. And so those desires, even the, any desire that is not of God, it's a principality. It's, um, it's a spiritual host of wickedness. It is a ruler of darkness. It is a principality. So um, we just have to, like, continue to die to our flesh and realize that even the thoughts sometimes that we have that aren't thoughts that don't line up with the word, they're not given to us by us. Like, they're not ours. They're a spirit trying to attach itself to us or wickedness or um, just a principality of something. So I just wanted to um, just remind us of that. So let's not even adopt, you know, even the negative. Let's just, uh, like, adopt the victory and, you know, really fight and battle against those negative desires, those negative thoughts, those negative um, habits. So hopefully that makes sense. Did anyone else want to pray? I, I do. Okay. This is. I, I, I would like to share a testimony. Um, it's very quick. Um, today, and it happened right before the prayer call came on. I went through my little list. All of us have our bills. That's the same every month. And um, something happened differently. As I wrote everything out with the minimum payments and what I'm about to pay. I just went ahead and just gave praise to God. I wrote, thank you, Almighty Father, for another month of paying bills, God free. You are worthy of all the glory and all the praise. Amen. I felt led to do that because I started to think about um, all the anxiety. I still do have it. It's crazy, like how you say we wrestle um, not against the flesh but the principalities because Although I know that he provided it, it's like I get anxiety when it gets ready to come up again. Like, oh, are you going to do it again for me? Almost. But I know he will. But I just had to let it all go today and actually write it down. I was like, Lord, I know you hear me, but I'm going to just write this down and put it in my prayer box as a reminder, like, that you've been covering me. So when I go through the next thing, because this too shall pass, and even through the good, something else is bound to happen. Just a reminder for myself that he is a great God. And when I have no idea of how I'm going to do it, he will make a way if I seek him first. So that was my little testimony. And um, I just mm-hmm. had a, a prayer about... Um, how all of us, um, I'm just listening to all the different women, and we come from different walks of life. We've gone through different things, but I know that we share similarities as far as the need for his power, mm-hmm. the need for his healing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we all meet up at and why we even pick up the phone or do this. Um, 
So I just want to say, um, God, we have confidence in you concerning mm-hmm. every situation that we face, every decision that we make, and every temptation on our path. God, please yeah. give us the ears to hear your instruction, eyes that will not be deceived, and a heart that will remain faithful. We receive yeah. the resurrection power and declare there is no dead thing in our lives. We speak life in all things pertaining to ourselves. Even now, we pray that you would breathe life into our relationships, breathe life into our hopes, breathe life into our dreams, our careers, our callings, and our purpose. Let there be no cracks in our foundations and restore every bone that has been broken. We pray yeah. that the dead branches be pruned from ourselves and our heart will bear fruit. God, let no resistance, we pray that no resistance and all ungodly distractions be pruned from us, whether they are people, unhealthy relationships, environments, dead situations, ungodly influences, or anything that is not expedient of our growth, our spiritual growth in you. We stand in a gap for our family and our friends, and we pursue the law with all of our hearts. As yeah. we hear the words of this prayer, I pray that our body will regenerate itself, that our mm-hmm. body is preparing itself for productive days ahead, that we will walk in confidence, and that our body is developing according to your plan, for the, and our health is being released, and all of our organs, our tissues, our bodily systems, our veins, arteries, our muscles, all of it will line up with the word of God. Our brain is processing the information consistent with your word and filtering yeah. out everything that is not of you, Father. Our hearts mm. are protected from all ungodly influences, and our innocence will be guarded. We yeah. pray that you will always have a sound mind that is saturated in your word, Father. In the name of Jesus and the power of your blood, we rebuke all evil spirits from attaching to us in any way, shape, or form, that they will have yeah. no place, no familiarity, mm-hmm. no invitation into our lives. They cannot enter into our eyes, can't enter into our ears. They can't enter into our mind or our heart. In the name of Jesus, we pray that we have the patience of Job, the meekness of Moses, the heart of David, the favor of Joseph, the ear of Samuel, the courage of Joshua, the wisdom of Daniel, the zeal of Peter, the love of John, the faithfulness of Abraham, and the boldness of Paul. We abide in the fruit of the Spirit all of the days of our lives. In the name of Jesus, we equip ourselves right now with the whole armor of God, and we are covered from head to toe in every aspect of our lives. There should be no part of our lives that is exposed on the inside or the outside, but all should be covered by the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we put on the helmet of salvation. We have been redeemed from from all traces of poverty, and we rebuke and bind the poverty spirit. God, in the name of all of our needs, and we are blessed all the days of our life. In the name of Jesus, we speak abundant harvest in our lives. Our bank accounts are overflowing already, and our bonds are already full. The blessings of the Lord overtake and pursue us all the days of our lives. We speak yes. financial security and wholeness over our families and the perfect will of God in our lives. In the Thank name you. of Jesus, we rebuke mind and curse the spirit of death. We will not fear untimely death, nor shall death of any hope. Yes, we shall fulfill all our days, all our yes. months, our hours, all our years, all our minutes, and all our seconds. Mm. To the sword of the Lord shall never depart from us, and I speak boldness into all of our spirits who are on the phone. We will pass down a spirit of fear. It will not give us any fear, but we will walk in the power of love and a sound mind. And when we walk, we know that God is with us, and we know that he will protect us all the days of our lives. And in the name of Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior, amen. 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 Amen.
this call. If you've heard all the prayer requests and you um, if you have not yet received Jesus in your life, if you're listening to the replay, the podcast, it doesn't matter when you are listening, whether you're live or later on. If you haven't received Jesus and you want victory in your life, that is the way to get it. And so I'm just going to say a short prayer, and all you have to do is just repeat this prayer where you are and receive the Lord. So um, let us pray. Heavenly Father, God, I repent of all of my sins. Lord, I just pray that you will forgive me. God, I ask for you to come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. And I ask you to redeem me. I ask you to cleanse me, purify me, and give me your spirit and eternal life. In Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. 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 So, guys, we thank you, and we welcome everyone who received the Lord into the body of Christ, and God is rejoicing and we are rejoicing, and we want to invite everybody. I want to personally invite you back next week at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, also, guys, subscribe to the podcast, the Victory Circle Podcast on iTunes. And if you want to receive notifications for when we go live, you want to join Tim Blessings Inspiration on Facebook, join the private group. And um, you can also join our text message list by texting 10 Blessings to 55469. That's 10 Blessings to 55469. So we will be back next Thursday. If you're listening on podcast, let me give you the number to call at 8 o'clock Eastern time. That is 218-895-3984, 218-895-3984. And then you put in a PIN number, and that is 3333. Pound. And that is how you get through to us every single Thursday to the Victory Prayer Circle call. Guys, remember that Christ Jesus gave you victory and remain, we maintain our victory through prayer. Praise God. Thank you all. Have a really great night weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Good night. Good night.